I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I've developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today we're reading Proverbs chapter 16 through 18. This is the New King James Version of the podcast. The King James Version is also available. The book of Proverbs is made up of short statements of conventional wisdom, often based upon the Mosaic Law. These were written by King Solomon. The first nine chapters of Proverbs serve as an introduction to wisdom. The rapid-fire statements begin in chapter 10. If you'd like more information regarding uh, the book of Proverbs and the format, then look at the information that's included in the summary on the first chapter of the book of Proverbs. In chapter 16, how about those casting of lots that we always hear about? Verse 1, The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. The Lord has made all for himself, yes, even the wicked, for the day of doom. Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity, and by the fear of the Lord one departs from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than vast revenues without justice. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Divination is on the lips of the king. His mouth must not transgress in judgment. Honest weights and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. It is an abomination for kings to commit wickedness, for a throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings." and they love him who speaks what is right. As messengers of death is the king's wrath, but a wise man will appease it. In the light of the king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud of the latter rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He who keeps his way preserves his soul." Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He who heeds the word wisely will find good, and whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart will be called prudent, and sweetness of the lips increases learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it, but the correction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. The person who labors labors for himself, for his hungry mouth drives him on. An ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisper separates the best of friends. A violent man entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. He winks his eye to devise perverse things. He purses his lips and brings about evil. The silver-haired head is a crown of glory. 
It is found in the way of righteousness. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Now, here are a few of the Proverbs here that particularly catch my eye. Pay particular attention to verses 2 and 25. Solomon points out that man's carnal nature tends to plan at the exclusion of God, and it comes up with a different plan. We see that in a couple of verses in this passage. One is verse 2, which says, All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. And then again in verse 25, which says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. We see the key to a godly thought life in verse 3, which says, Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. And then we look at verse 16 and see a word about wisdom. How much better to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding, is to be chosen rather than silver. Now here's an off-quoted verse, verse 18, which says, Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. And then we see verse 31, The silver-haired head is a crown of glory, if it is found in the way of righteousness. We see something about keeping your cool in verse 32. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. And then finally, a verse about casting lots, verse 33. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Now, I've written an article here that I've included on this page about the casting of lots, the practice of casting lots. It was an Old Testament procedure, and all of the details are found in the written notes of BibleTrack.org for today's reading in the yellow box to the right, so you may want to take a look at that. Proverbs chapter 17, we see that laughter is good medicine. Verse 1, Better is a dry morsel with quietness than a house full of feasting with strife. A wise servant will rule over a son who causes shame and will share an inheritance among the brothers. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the hearts. An evildoer gives heed to false lips. A liar listens eagerly to a spiteful tongue. He who mocks the poor reproaches his maker. He who is glad at calamity will not go unpunished. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children is their father. Excellent speech is not becoming to a fool, much less lying lips to a prince. A present is a precious stone in the eyes of its possessor. Wherever he turns, he prospers. He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. Rebuke is more effective for a wise man than a hundred blows on a fool. An evil man seeks only rebellion, therefore a cruel messenger will be sent against him. Let a man meet a bear robbed of her cubs rather than a fool in his folly. Whoever rewards evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is like releasing water. Therefore, stop contention before a quarrel starts. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the just, both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. Why is there in the hand of a fool the purchase price of wisdom, since he has no heart for it. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A man devoid of understanding shakes hands in a pledge and becomes surety for his friend. He who loves transgression loves strife, and he who exalts his gate seeks destruction. 
He who has a deceitful spirit finds no good, and he who has a perverse tongue falls into evil. He who begets a scoffer does so to his sorrow, and the father of a fool has no joy. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. A wicked man accepts a bribe behind the back to pervert the way of justice. Wisdom is in the sight of him who has understanding, but the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief to his father, and bitterness to her who bore him. Also, to punish the righteous is not good, nor to strike princes for their uprightness. He who has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of a calm spirit. Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. We see in verse 3 here the necessity of trial when it says the refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the hearts. Now here's a grandparent's verse in verse 6. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children is their father. How many grandchildren do you suppose Solomon had? What do you do when you catch a friend in unbecoming activity? Verse 9 answers that. He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. In other words, watch out for the friend who seems to cover for you, but then forsakes you by repeating the offense to others. Now, here's something that's going around today. Verse 15, he who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the just, both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. What about real friendship? Verse 17, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. In other words, true friendship, one based upon brotherly love, thrives in adversity. And finally, one on laughter in chapter 17, verse 22, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. That brings us to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 1. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. When the wicked comes, contempt comes also, and with dishonor comes reproach. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. It is not good to show partiality to the wicked or to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calls for blows. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and like a high wall in his own esteem. Before destruction the heart of a man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. The spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. The first one to plead his cause seems right until his neighbor comes and examines him. Casting lots causes contention to cease and keeps the mighty apart. A brother offended is harder to win than a strong city, 
and contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He who finds a wife finds a good thing, and attains favor from the Lord. The poor man uses entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So we see in verse 9 that Solomon had no tolerance for lazy people when he says, He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. And verse 17 shows us that there are two sides to every story. It says, The first one to plead his cause seems right until his neighbor comes and examines him. Proverbs 22, we see it's good to marry. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. And then we have that issue of lots again, which we talked about in chapter 16. Verse 18 here, Casting lots causes contentions to cease and keeps the mighty apart. If you'd like more information on that, then look at the information box on casting lots on the written notes of BibleTrack.org for today, chapter 16. And finally, what do you look for in a friend? Verse 24, A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Fayette Bible Church, Paul Walton.